Hi guys, what's up? I'm Christina from Sermondo. Welcome to our latest episode of Sermondo Talks. Today I have a special guest for you. He's a well-known face in the Amazon PPC industry. Sean Smith, founder of the PPC AMS Accelerator. Let's say hi. So I'm here today with Sean Smith. He's living in Chicago and he's the founder of the PPC AMS Accelerator. Hi, nice to have you here. Thanks, Christina. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. I'm excited too. So in one sentence, what is the PPC AMS Accelerator? Sure. So the PPC AMS Accelerator, it's a training program. So like it's an online training program that teaches Amazon sellers how to increase their the sales and profit of their PPC and their AMS or sponsored brands. And how long have you been around for? Well, in the industry, I've been around for over three years. The Accelerator's been around for a little more than a year. And I've been doing um, Amazon PPC management for three years, I think like three and a half years. So been around for a little bit, kind of like, you know, back in the day when uh, there was only like one software and now there's a lot, a lot of software. <laughs> Total different industry from when I started for sure. Yeah. And also a lot of courses, a lot of gurus, a lot of tools. So a lot of everything. <laughs> seems like. Yeah, really. Um, do, do you have your own experience with Amazon FBA? That's a really good question. I do. So I actually, the way that I got into the, the PPC management side of it was I started doing, uh, they call it retail arbitrage, where you would go to like Walmart or you would go to like these brick and mortar stores and then you would use the, the Amazon seller app and you would find out if you could buy it and then resell it. And so that's kind of how I got started. I started there. Then I started doing online arbitrage where you buy stuff from sites and flip it. Then I did um, book arbitrage where you'd like do like textbooks and things like that, go to like thrift stores. And then I did private label and wholesale. So I did all of them beforehand. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've, I, yeah, it's crazy. Like I don't have an Amazon business now because basically what happened was, cause I was doing SEO at the time. So I was in digital marketing for a software company and a lot of people wanted to hire me to help their Amazon businesses because of my digital marketing background. Cause I noticed in the Amazon space, a lot of people were good at like getting products in inventory, but they weren't good at like the digital side. And so yeah. that's where I kind of came in and uh, filled a gap, I guess you could say. And so I, uh, you know, my consulting work started uh, making more profit than my Amazon FBA. And so what I did was I just kind of had this, you know, fork in the road and I decided to liquidate my Amazon business and just focus on the consulting full time. And then that's kind of how it started. So yeah, I did have an Amazon business a long time ago, <laughs> back in a well, far, far away land. <laughs> really good. So you're speaking, you're speaking from experience. Um, yeah. If I was an Amazon seller and I would participate in your program, what can I expect? Uh, you can expect to get results. <laughs> That's what you can expect. You can expect, expect what results. What kind of results? <laughs> It's a good question. So the results do vary. I would say the results are really dependent on why the person joins the program. So we do have case studies. Like I was on a call this week with one of our students and in eight months, he took his Amazon business from 15K a month to 150K a month. So he 10 times his Amazon business Uh, with just PPC uh, because uh, the PPC sales helped with the organic and you know he was doing in PPC sales he was doing 10k a month at a 50% a cost 
And then eight months later, it's 75K a month at a 10% in cost. So yeah, it's crazy. It's a real 10X story, which I think that might be the only one that I have right now. But I would say like, it, you know, it really depends. And then we had like an eight figure seller doing like a couple million bucks a month. And he really joined because of time. You know, he wanted to learn the bulk files. He needed some software to help him out. He was doing everything manually, clicking on everything. And he found out that, you know, he went from spending, I think like, four hours a week doing one process to like one hour a week. And for him, that's a lot of money because he's the CEO of a company that makes 2 million bucks a month. So his hourly rate is really high. And so if he's doing these tedious tasks and he can save that time, it actually saves him a lot of money. So, you know, in terms of results, it depends on why people join, but I would say those are a couple reasons. The main reason is because they want to, I would say the primary reason people get into it is to, you know, kind of increase their PPC and AMS sales um, at a good ACOS, but also to like get good at building. Another reason is systems, building systems. So it, it varies depending on what people want. I would say those are the kind of the primary reasons is one, to get like, to increase those sales, like Manish, um, to cut down on the time that they do it because uh, with scaling it, and then to have a system, like a proven system that they can just like, you know, uh, implement and that they know it provides like a solid result. Um, as we said before, there are a lot of providers out there right now, right? Like yep. selling courses, training programs, whatever. So, and they all say that they will help, help the Amazon sellers like improve their PPC, get their sales up. Uh, I don't know, learn how to fly. Um, so <laughs> why? I haven't heard that one. <laughs> learn how to fly. I like it. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that's the next step. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, why should I choose your program instead of another one? What do you think is your your unique selling proposition? Um, my you know my unique selling proposition is maybe you shouldn't choose my program. Maybe you should do your research and go to my Facebook profile. Um, look at the results that I get for people. Um, you know, it's all about, I think a big thing is it's about the business owner making the best decision for their business. And so they need to do their due diligence. And so, you know, I would say the, uni I would say our unique selling proposition, I, I, it, it's really in the results and like the facts. So like, you know, our unique, it, it speaks for itself, right? Like we have students who talk about how we do really well for them Our, um, you know, we don't get a lot of like bad reviews and things like that. So I think that the results just speak for themselves. So what we do is if people are like, hey, why should we choose you? We just say, you know, take a look at, you know, my social posts. Um, I can refer you to people who are in my program. You can literally get on a phone call with someone who's gotten results with my training program and talk to them. So, you know, we do a lot of like, we, we go kind of the extra mile to kind of prove to people that we can provide like tangible, real value for them um, out the gate. So I would say that's, that's it. And I think another thing that kind of differentiates us is um, the approach. So we have a certain approach. So we want to get people results pretty quickly, like within 48 hours. So we kind of outline what you should do in our training program. Like sometimes I think courses, they'll just kind of like, you'll buy it. And then you have all access to all this content and you don't know what to do with it. But what yeah. we do is, yeah, yeah. We give a roadmap. Like this specific, these two videos get the most results for all of our students is what we've seen. Go through those two videos. You'll have campaigns up in a couple of hours and then you'll start seeing results. Then go on to this video. This is the one that got the best results. So we do kind of give a uh, roadmap to results and it makes it a lot easier for them because when you go into a course and you see all these videos, 
um, it can be a little overwhelming. So having like that, um, having a roadmap to results, I think is really, really helpful. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's a big USP for us as well. I think it's pretty good that you do um, rely on social proof because so many people are scared that they get scammed, that they pay hundreds of dollars for the course and not getting anything in return. So I think it's pretty nice that you give them the chance to speak to former, former clients of yours. Um, and speaking of clients, are you working with clients from like all around the world? Are people from all around the world participating in your program? Uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy actually. So like it's, um, it, it's a, it's an extremely international population, um, extremely international. So, um, you know, I really didn't know what to expect when I started the program, you know, in my agency, since I had been doing it for a few years, I noticed that I would get a lot of clients from Australia, you know, in Israel. And, um, those were kind of, it was like us, Australia, Israel were kind of the people that I mainly worked with in terms of like my clients with my students, you know, there's a lot of different people from a lot of different places. There's like, oh man, uh, you know, it, it's nuts how international it is. And it's kind of cool. I actually like it a lot because um, it's just cool to scan through like my, the, we have a Facebook group for the program to scan through and see all the different names and be like, wow, this is kind of cool. It's hard to celebrate holidays though, because like, <laughs> you know, when you do an international population, uh, you know, it's like, It's like, like I had a, I had a coaching call on July 4th. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of the U S folks might be like, Hey, you should, you know, that's a holiday, but like, you know, it's only a U.S. holiday. And, yeah. you, know, only, you know, the U S is only one of like hundred, like a couple hundred countries or whatever it is. And so, you know, I was like, you know, it's, it's hard. So I'll just like, I still had the call because I was like, you know, it, I am, you know, I do live in the U S and stuff like that. So, but I was like, I have so many people from, some from all over the place. It gets tricky. So, uh, It's fun. I love it, man. I love having people from all over the world. I think uh, it makes our program really special to me and um, it makes it more fun. I get to learn, you know, like I get to learn about people's different countries and stuff and uh, you know, it opens my mind, you know? So uh, yeah, it's pretty international population. We've got people from a lot of different countries, which I absolutely love. So basically everyone can buy it and the whole program is in English, I assume. It is in English. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, some people, but luckily um, I've gotten good feedback from people who are like uh, non-native English speakers, but like they, they have a decent proficiency because in the program I, I talk pretty slow uh, just because I did that on purpose so that, you know, just easy. And then they can speed it up if they want to. But I got good feedback from people from different places that were like, Hey, you know, you talk really slow. So it makes it easy for me to kind of like process things, especially since it's really technical. Yeah. The, with all the with all the special words and everything the that's special good. words the exactly. special words <laughs> the uh, me 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 as a german for me it was hard in the beginning to like catch up on all those phrases and words and abbreviations that i've never seen before but um yeah it's good that you you took care of that um and also i think in the in this industry, it's not only about what your clients expect from you, but also what do you expect from your clients when they yep. purchase your program? Yeah. So what do I expect from the people that join my program? Like this, this to the students, the clients, I would say I expect them to, to implement the systems and processes to actually take to, to do it and um, to show up to like calls and, you know, to do everything that they can, you know, they made the investment. You know, so now it's on them to, to do it. You know, like I, I purchase courses and I purchase online stuff. And you know what? If I don't go through it, I can't hold the course creator 
responsible for me not taking action. You know what I mean? Like it's my fault. If I don't show up to the calls, if my, if my business is going down or whatever, like my, you know, something on my end is going down and I, and I sit back and I reflect on why. And I'm like, well, I haven't showed up to the coaching calls in like two months. I haven't been through the program. I haven't looked at a video for a month or two, you know? So, um, I'm, you know, then I need to sit down and be like, Hey, I want to start showing up to the calls. I want to start going through the videos again, kind of like IDing the problems in my business and then going into the program, kind of finding out which video works for me. So, uh, in, ter in terms of expectations, I just really expect them to like actually implement it. Um, because if you don't implement it, it just, it, it just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. what do you do when you and the client, are not agreeing on something. So for example, you, um, you say that one method is the best and then you have a client and she says, no, but I read on Facebook that doing it the whole other way is way better and gives you that kind of feedback. Like, how do you deal with that? First, I usually kind of listen and ask a few questions. So I try to dig, because sometimes the reason that a person says something is not the actual reason that they say something. There's like this underlying piece. It's kind of like when people tell me like, They just want to make more money. Um, that's not the real motivation for their business. Usually they want to take care of their family and friends. So you got to like push them to go a little deeper. Like you have to like, because the real reason, and I've seen like a lot, like the real reason is not always the real reason. You have to like be like a psychologist or whatever. You have to go <laughs> deeper into why they're doing things because then you get the true motivational drivers. So I would probably ask a few more questions just to find out, you know, like, why did you start looking for this type of content? you know, what, what motivated you to get out there? Like, why wouldn't you just focus on my stuff and, you know, rather than go out and look at the market and then, and then just kind of diagnose and then go deep, deeper into the answers that they give me and kind of like give them feedback and just listen more about why. Um, and then, then I would come up with my diagnosis. You know what I mean? Then I'd be like, Hey, like, he'll be like, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe the reason that the person's looking around is because maybe they're not getting the results that they want from my program. But then I would ask them, all right, that's fair. And then I would ask like, hey, you know, what type of results are you looking for versus what you're getting? And then I also, also ask them like, what, what, um, what criteria did they use to, to evaluate the content that they ingested? You know, a lot of people like, they'll just read posts or they'll just, you know, just read content and then just be like, hey, let's do this versus evaluating who wrote the post. You know, yeah. who wrote this post? Like, yeah. does this person have a track record of being good at that thing? You know what I mean? Who is this person? Yeah. So like, dude, I'm a sucker for like going straight, you know, go down the funnel and find out who that person is. You need to know who the, the person that created the content, what they do and their background. Um, if you want to make really good decisions. So uh, that's what I always ask. Like, you know, does this person specialize in this? You know, what type of results do you know that they've gotten? Have you talked to this person? You know, you know, what, what kind of gathered like um, filtering process have you used? So I think those are some, some ways that I approach it. Okay. And um, if the client, for example, finds some method on some blog in the internet and decides that um, he wants to pursue this and tells you that he's not happy with your course, I don't know if that has ever happened before, but how would you react to that? Um, yeah, I haven't really had that one come up too much. I'll be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. I haven't really, you know, dealt with that situation very often. Uh, If at all, if I, now that I think about it, usually people don't go from me to someone else. They might not like stay with me, which happens rare. Like our, our, our refund rates are really low under 1%. And so like, um, I would say that if somebody said, Hey, I want to go with something else, I, I would just learn about why, you know, like what, what, what is about their processes? Like, 
And then if, if they prove me wrong, I'll be like, dude, I mean, that guy's better. That person's better. Go for it. That human has done what you wanted. Go, go for it. Like if they're like, Hey, they like, if they come to me and say, Hey, they, they there's this, like they, they use bid management with campaign manager or something. Then I'd be like, that's weird. Like, cause we do bulk files and we'd like, cause it scales. And so then I'd be like, dude, why do you want to do campaign manager over bulk files? I don't really understand the logic behind it. Um, how is it going to make things faster and better for you? Um, but if they were like, hey, this, this, this person teaches, um, I don't know, this specific method on bulk files or like a method that I feel like could be really good, then I would say, go, go for it, you know, go, go test it and then come back to me. You know, when you go there, you know, I don't want, to, I don't want people to just leave and not come back, um, even if I don't work with them. If they go test it, dude, I'd be like, dude, let me know what results you get. Because if this person's doing really good job of like getting results for others, I want to know what they're doing. Cause I always want to stay educated as well. Oh yeah. This is actually, this, it's very good that you're saying this because this is my next question. How do you stay updated and do you update the program? And if yes, where did you, where do you get your information? Yeah. Um, so I do update the program. I do it based on the, so Amazon, they change a lot. Um, the, the, the advertising changes a lot there. I mean, which is not uncommon to any internet advertising platform, Facebook, advertising changes a lot. AdWords changes a lot. Honestly, if a person tried to like update everything based on the new feature, they'd be like, they'd be like, they wouldn't have any hair because they're always, it's true, man. They're always updating stuff. They're testing stuff. You know, it's just like, geez, guys, come on. And they don't tell you, you know, it just pops up and you're like, oh, great. <laughs> now I'm dealing with this. And so, thank you, Jeff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Jeff. Yeah. He's watching, you know, strangers, <laughs> whatever. I don't know if you saw that post. Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> binging on streaming now. But um, <laughs> eating egos, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which is totally fine. I mean, he's he deserves it. But um, uh, so like uh, so I would say like, hold on, what was the question? Let me think here. So it was like, oh yeah, how do I stay? So, okay. <laughs> is it, you, you, well, the brain it like goes in different directions sometimes. It's hard. <laughs> Okay. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah. How do you stay updated? <laughs> yeah, how do I so, um, so like, for example, in November, they released, uh, uh like product targeting and uh, category targeting. And I really like that. Like I like the, the feature itself. Like I thought that provided a lot of value because you could target categories and get sales and generate traffic. Um, when they re released like, um, you know, bids by placement and, uh, things like that, you know, uh, some of my students tested it. And, um, you know, they didn't get great results. I know some people say that they've gotten good results, but uh, you know, I, I've kind of, I, I kind of thought through how to test these things and uh, it can be hard in terms of like, there's so many variables, especially when you have an established account, I won't go into the details, but sometimes I find it really hard. So I do keep it up to date and I publish, like if I don't release a video on a certain feature and people ask about it, I'll publish a quick video on why I didn't use it, some tests I ran and give them data around like why I didn't, you know, like why I only do down only bids versus fixed bids or up and down, right? Um, so I do stay up to date, but I also understand that, you know, Amazon's going to constantly release features. So it's my job to be like, as kind of the expert, that's what people buy my training program for as like a platform expert. So my job is to be like, hey guys, like don't worry about this feature too much, you know, um, and maybe don't test it because usually the people that test it first are like the guinea pigs or whatever, you know, maybe try to find some more data and things like that. So how do I stay up to date? Um, my students really keep me up to date. So that's one data source. Uh, the, the accounts that I work with, 
help me stay up to date in the clients that I work with. And um, I'll be honest, I, I, those are kind of the two main sources is my accounts and my students. And uh, those are kind of the two main sources of date, like staying up to date on stuff. And um, I'm trying to think if there's any other like sources. Uh, not too, those are kind of the main ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there any free resources that you recommend to your, to your, how would I say, like your, your students? Um, free resources to my students. Um, uh, it's hard. Like free is like never free, right? Because yeah. there's time, you know, there's, there's time. Like if you read a post and, uh, you know, it comes from a, like, let's say you read a really long post in like a, a free group, but it's not great content, then, you know, it's not free. You might've just lost an hour. And if you bill yourself, you should be billing yourself at an hourly rate if you're a business owner. So, you know, nothing's really ever free just because of, you have to take into consideration time is money, right? So you have to constantly be like, so what are my hourly rates? If I, if I spend an hour here, how do I need to spend that hour? So free resources, um, I would say like there's the Brian Johnson's group, the PPC troubleshooting group is really good. That's kind of like the, the main community that started. Um, in terms of like free resources from me, uh, myself, I would just look at my social posts. I mean, there's a lot of like student results and things like that, but um, I don't, and then like just my, my newsfeed, I guess would be a good one on Facebook. I don't publish, I'm not, I don't do a lot of like publishing on ter in terms of that. Um, just because of time. And so uh, uh, I would say those are kind of the best free resources that I could kind of think of. Okay, thank you. Um, then we come to the fun part. Personal questions. What do you like least about your job? Oh, what? Oh boy. Getting straight to the hard stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like, like when, this is like one of those questions, you know how like when you do interviews, like those questions where you're like supposed to answer like, um, like, like what's your weakness? I'm a perfectionist. You know, like, <laughs> like interview techniques. I'm really working on it. I just want everything to be perfect. You know, they teach you these answers, right? Like, so um, I don't really do that. So like, I would say um, the least, um, the least, man, I don't think about the least part too much. Um, That's good. I, really, I also don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think about it too much. The least favorite part of my job is, um, least favorite part of my job is, dang, dude, this is hard. I think that, I guess like the least part of, part of my favorite, uh, I guess like the kind of hard for me is like, um, I, I, I'm, I'm not really good at like doing this. I guess I am good at doing the same thing over and over again, but I like a lot of variety and you know, with my, with, with businesses, you know, people want consistency. So like doing calls every Monday, every Thursday, like I do them, but like, you know, I'm pretty like, you know, I like to like, I mean, I know some people who love like a structure and stuff, but you know, the way that I grew up, you know, like, you know, my, you know, living with my mom, we, we, we moved around and like, you know, it wasn't a consistent schedule. So like, I think that's been a hard part for me is like trying to be like that consistency. I mean, I do it because it, it builds trust and things like that. But, um, you know, I think that's a tricky, tricky one for me. Okay. Um, I mean, that's good. I mean, if that's the thing that you least like about your job, then you can consider yourself pretty lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, man. I mean, I, I do, you know, that's, that's it though. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was your biggest achievement in your career? 
or in your personal life? Just your biggest achievement ever. Dude, that's really hard. Um, okay. All right. I know. Like, can I do two? Is that cool with you? Okay. Yeah. Two, but two maximum. Yeah. Just two. <laughs> I know. Like trying to bend the rules a little bit. I like to do that. It's like, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, you like to push the boundaries a little bit. Um, just how I operate. But um, I would say uh, number one is, um, I'd say the number one for me is um, uh, like getting results for other people. I really like that a lot. Um, I, like seeing people get real results because it's like I was able to build something that can like build wealth for somebody that they can then, you know, that their family and friends then can then benefit from. And so like, that's what I want for myself. So to be able to give that to somebody else is like super fulfilling. Like when I hear like, dude, when I heard my when, uh, so one of my students, Manish, he told me about the whole 10 X thing on the coaching call. I was like, I, dude, I was, I mean, what do you do? Like you're speechless. You're like, wow. Like I cannot believe that. And you know, I've had other students kind of like tell me this stuff too. So like, it leaves me speechless to be able to do, cause I didn't, ex I didn't have any expectations on the type of results I could get and they've exceeded it. I would say that's like one, like my number one favorite. Like that's what like gives me a lot of energy is when I hear about the results that I get for other people. It gives me a lot of energy. And then, um, in my personal life, my biggest achievement, um, I would say like recently it's kind of like, um, uh, like working out and stuff and like being really health conscious. So like, I'm very like, I'm a little, you know, I'm a data guy. So like, I mean, like to the core. And so like, I measure my calories, I measure my macros. No, it's true. Like I, you know, I, and I, and I change it based on the type of physique or like whatever I'm looking for. And then I have spreadsheets of my workouts. And so like, you know, making sure that I make my health a priority is, is, is a really big achievement for me recently. Um, I was going to say, you look pretty, pretty, uh, what's the word, buff? Yeah. You, yeah. And so like I hired a nutritionist and, uh, you know, when I started on the journey of like kind of gaining, cause I wanted to gain weight, like my, you know, I was 176 and now, uh, you know, I was I'm 200 pounds now. And so like, you know, yeah. So about 30, no 25 pound increase. And so like, that's been really cool. And, um, it just shows me like how I can change myself, like how far I can go. So then it makes me think of like, wow, how like much further can I go? Like, that's what results show me. Results show me like how far I can go. But then it also shows me like, if I can do this in this time period, dude, imagine what's possible in the next time period. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, now my favorite question. If you could hire any famous person in the world to work for you or with you or be your boss, who would that be and why? Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. These are like super hard. Um, oh man, who would it be, dude? If I could hire, um, to be my boss or work with me, I'm thinking of my mentors, right? Like my mentors probably like, who's the guy that gives me like, you know, I, cause I got mentors that give me goosebumps, like guys who are like, um, it would be, Man, it's going to be probably, <laughs> hold on. Uh, I would say, who gives me the, I would say Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Woo, that's, yeah. that's an answer. <laughs> yeah, he, dude, you know, that guy changed the world, man. Or yeah. he at least changed the U.S. I don't know if he changed the world, but he, he, he like, 
he fought like like that guy dude he's he's done some stuff and he didn't have a lot of re, you know he did it from like grassroots and like uh he just made changes and so like i would say that's the guy that i would i'd really like because i'd love to like pick his brain like man that guy is just powerful so yeah i think that'd be my guy i think that's um so far my favorite answer really yeah. why i don't know we had jeff bezos uh which i when i wrote down the question i was like okay i'm sure everyone will say jeff bezos because it makes sense to have him yeah. work for you or with you uh we had kim kardashian because she has such a great reach we had gary Vaynerchuk, but yeah. but i think your argument why you chose martin luther king is so nice like that he changed the whole nation and the world i think yeah you know money money is great but when you can change when you can make that type of change without money come on you mean yeah. that means you're doing something that's like almost like suit like it's almost kind of like on a level like you're changing people's like he was you know he talked to the presidents you know he wasn't known for being a wealthy guy you know he was known for like being able to make changes and so like if you can do that without those type of re like crazy resources like being like having all this money and stuff it, it it's kind of like another level of um of like i don't know i don't know what to say like strength or like skill you know what i'm saying yeah to, that's how i feel about it yeah okay then we're already at the last question um Can you name three tips that you would give to any Amazon seller out there? It doesn't have to be related to PPC or advertising, just in general. Um, I would say uh, the number one is uh, probably like, I'll do based on like what I've seen. Um, number one is going to be use bulk files. You know, try to, if you can, you know, you don't want to completely eliminate campaign manager. I like the graph and there are some things, but, you know, try to really get into learning bulk files. I think that's a big one. That one's massive, especially if you plan to be on the platform, you know, any, any significant time, couple of years. Uh, number two would be, um, uh, I would say, what's another one? Have, you know, have a, like, keep refining your vision for your company. So like, this is more like general stuff, like make sure you have a good, strong vision and a good purpose. Um, just because you don't want to lo lose the reasons why you built the business, because then it becomes mundane. It can become like a job. I met people who think that being an entrepreneur is like a job now because, you know, it gets, I mean, it's the same stuff, right? And so like having a strong vision and a good reason why, you know, helps you like wake up in the morning and like keeps your heart in the game. You know, you want to yeah. keep your heart in the game, man, because it's, it's, Life is a long journey. Um, and then I would say the third one is, um, oh man, this is a tricky one. Um, so the, we did the bulk files. I think that's like the number one for that. And then uh, get good at building systems. So like uh, number three would be like, try to think more systems oriented because it's really interesting. A lot of Amazon sellers, it's kind of like, Sometimes it's their first business or maybe it's not their first business, but like it's still like kind of an online business. And Amazon does a great job of building systems for you. They do fulfillment. They do like they have so much systems on the back end. So what happens is Amazon sellers can really scale without a lot of people. Like you can scale your business without a lot of people. So when you, when you have something else doing the systems for you, it's hard for you 
to think in terms of systems, right? And so yeah. when you get to a point where you want to hit true scale, you want to hire people, you want to do all that stuff, you have to be responsible for building systems. And so, you know, if you're looking to scale an Amazon business, start thinking like systems oriented. And uh, that's going to help you with, you know, hiring, you leveraging humans and technology to scale versus you just doing it on your own. Because you can go, I've seen people go really far with Amazon businesses with just really small amounts of people. But if you want to build a larger business, like, you know, you have to like start, have a systems approach to things and processes. Okay, perfect. Uh, is there any last thing you want to say or give a shout out to someone or? Um, I, I mean, I'm going to give a shout out to you, Christina, for having me on. So uh, thanks, thanks for, for reaching out to me and thanks for you know, taking the time and energy to, you know, spend it with me. So I really, really appreciate it. I can only give that back. Thank you for taking the time and to answer all my weird questions and um, allow our users to get to know you and your program. You guys have good questions. <laughs> Thanks. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty good. <laughs> I think I need to change them from time to time because uh, my interview partners will adapt to them. So, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I mean, but I'm glad I that they still work. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I didn't even, yeah, so... Yeah, great job. <laughs> Threw me off. That's for sure. In a good way. In a good way. Okay. Um, well, thank you. Have a wonderful day and rest of the week and uh, keep on crushing it, how you say it in the yeah. Amazon world. <laughs> and like, yeah, the Gary Vaynerchuk world, crush it. Yeah. Like and uh, we'll talk soon. Hi. Bye, Christina. Thank you. Bye, bye. bye. Thanks. All right, guys, that was my interview with Sean. I hope you learned some valuable things about his training program. You can find any information about that as well as hundreds of other service providers on sermondo.com. I put the link in the description for you to check out and I see you guys soon.